In the wee hours of the morning, when I have nothing else to worry about, I visualize tiny shards of mirror strewn all over my living room. Welcome to the Only Child Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Wallace. Have you ever felt like you didn't receive the how-to brochure on life? That you didn't get enough guidance about major life issues? So did I. You don't have to be an only child to feel this way. In my podcast, we'll explore some of the best ways to better navigate adulthood while doing so with humor and light. Welcome everyone to the Only Child Diaries podcast. Before I get into today's topic, I want to talk a little bit about what is coming up with the Only Child Diaries. This month, I'm recording two interviews, and I'm really excited about both of them. My first interviews, I'll share more as we get closer, but one of them is a friend who is an only child, and the other is an author who has written a book that might be very useful for a lot of people. So I'll leave it at that for now. I'll share more details soon. I'm hoping that they will both be ready in July to share with you. Stay tuned. And next week, of course, I'm going to talk about Father's Day. Today, I want to talk about a topic that might seem a little esoteric, a little obscure. I want to talk about choosing the perfect paint color. Is it all it seems? No. It's not. Listen and find out. Well, part of it is, but it's so much more than that. Two years ago, and I have a hard time believing that we have now lived here for two years, we moved back to the house I grew up in, my childhood home. I'm 61. My childhood seems, in some ways, like last week. Sometimes I don't say my childhood home. I tell people the house I grew up in. Either way, it is kind of weird, at least to me. But I admit, it's getting less and less weird as time goes by. I mean, I look at my husband walking through the house, and I remember all the times I yearned for a great boyfriend, a solid relationship let alone a great husband. And here he is living with me in the very house. I had all those dreams and also the tears over failed relationships. Talk about what goes around comes around. We moved here for several reasons. I had inherited the house, first of all, and it was a better place to live than the apartment we were living in at the time. We had so outgrown that one bedroom apartment. Oh gosh, we had lived there like 25 years. That must be a record for an apartment. Me, my husband, our cat, and now the dog. And all our stuff. All our stuff. <laughs> but Bill was unexpectedly in the hospital twice in one month. And we needed a place for him to heal that I could clean and sanitize, 
and that the nurses could visit and all the other home health care workers too. I related a lot about this particular journey in an early episode. You can't go home again. <laughs> it's one of my favorites because I talked about all the challenges and the funny things that happened to us. But we were just kind of dropped here. At least that's what it felt like. Dropped into the midst of someone else's furniture and life. It was like my parents had left and we were dropped in their place. We kind of were. It was weird. My mom had just passed away about six months prior. I hadn't had the chance to really get rid of or clean out that much stuff. I put it off. And a lot had happened in that six months. Since that time, we packed up our apartment and went through the absolute horror of moving the stuff here. Mostly. The move didn't feel organized. I mean, I'm not always the most organized person, but in a parallel universe, I am. <laughs> I wanted to be. There just wasn't enough time. I knew I would be throwing stuff out, but I had no idea how many old magazines I squirreled away in drawers, under the bed, in the closet, in boxes. Gosh, if I had a dollar. Then there wasn't time or literally energy to really organize stuff. It was just throw this stuff in a box and run. Anyway, we've been trying to integrate our stuff with the stuff that was here. The easiest example I can give is the kitchen. My mom, of course, had really a complete kitchen. Pots, pans, utensils, bowls, plates, silverware, glassware, trays, baking pans, etc. Well, I also have my own plates, silverware, glasses, mugs. I mean, how many mugs can two people really own? Wait, don't answer that. <laughs> don't even think about a number. I'll tell you the answer. <laughs> Too many. Integrating our stuff with the stuff that was already there has been challenging. And then I made the mistake of doing an online search for some of the items that were my parents. Wait, this glass of my mother's would be worth $25? How in the heck would I ever sell it for that much or ship it to someone who would buy it? My mind swims at the thought. Even just donating glassware is tricky because, well, it's glass. You can't just throw glasses in a box. They have to be packed. Packed. There's that word again. It's like a swear word. <laughs> well, we did finally get rid of some of the old furniture. My parents did such a great job totally redoing this house in 1970. It was the epitome of avocado green and medium yellow. Now, it wouldn't just be called medium yellow. I looked online at yellow paint colors. There are so many. Daisy, 
fall meadow island sun sweet mustard top banana they must have a whole team of people who come up with these names there's hundreds of them how many ways can you describe yellow or any other color for that matter it seems like a stretch to me anyway everything in the house was either yellow or avocado green furniture drapes we even got a special phone made in yellow that was a lot in 1970 the carpet was luckily torn up a while ago in a rogue move by a professional organizer thank god have you ever gotten a good look at 50 year old medium yellow carpet it's not a pretty sight <laughs> so back to finding the perfect paint color bill is happy almost anywhere we have the creature comforts he's low maintenance i like that about him we have a comfortable bed a comfortable sofa and good tvs but the aesthetics are killing me. I'm still looking at the same yellow walls in most of the house, and the medium yellow has turned a little darker. I want a fresh start. Is that too much to ask? No. The best paint job in the house is the kitchen. I think it was the most recently painted a light yellow that reminds me of a fluffy lemon chiffon cake. Chiffon. Isn't that the greatest word? But the cabinets are trimmed in a reddish brown color that looks like red clay in the Arizona desert. I feel like that needs to go. It looks dated. And then there's the drapes. The living room drapes, yellow, of course, are so old that they are literally falling apart. The fabric can't hold together anymore. Our cat kept wanting to get on a table and look out the side window, so I just ended up cutting the drapes away with scissors, <laughs> like a big square. If a stiff wind came up, I have a feeling they would turn to dust. So I thought, I'll order new window coverings. That will help refresh the room and make me start to feel like it's my space. I got an estimate for shutters. Nice, but is that what I really wanted? Then I got an estimate for rolling blinds. They could come in almost any color or thickness or fabrication, and we could even have a remote control to open and close them. Wow, how great. Then came the fateful words of the salesman. He had come out to the house to measure and give me an estimate. You'll want to paint first before we install them. Oh, crap. This isn't going to be easy. I mean, yes, he was right. But not only would painting the room be difficult. I mean, there's a piano in there and some things to move around, but there's also a big mirror that was hung or maybe glued onto the wall above the fireplace. Back in the day, 
the decorator told my parents that fireplace mantles were passe and it should be removed. I mean, I think about my parents wanting to be on the cutting edge of decor. (laughs) It's funny. Anyway, the lower part below where the mantle used to be was covered in marble. And the same marble was put onto the floor in front of the fireplace. This still looks nice. But the wall above where the mantle was, that has an antique looking mirror, you know, with the gold veins running through it. Very popular in the 70s. And somehow a hole was cut in the center of the glass to install a wall chandelier. Wall chandelier are the only words I have for this fixture. It's fairly ornamental with gold leaves and candlestick like lights that are on a dimmer. Now, even if I painted the room, I'd still be left with this albatross. Recently, I went up to the mirror and touched it, and was somewhat horrified to hear it kind of creak, like it was thinking of giving way. Or maybe the glue isn't quite as attached as it was 50 or so years ago. Yikes. I mean, we do live in earthquake country. What would it be like to have a six by six foot mirror crack and fall off your wall? In the wee hours of the morning, when I have nothing else to worry about, I visualize tiny shards of mirror strewn all over my living room. So just getting new window coverings becomes such a complicated task. It's no wonder I spend so much time in the garden. (laughs) It's easier to make things happen out there. Now, back to finding the perfect paint color. I had long visualized a very light green, almost like a mint, maybe white, with just a, a, a hint of green in the paint. So many times these days, houses are painted in white, and that's great, but I want something with a little bit more character, so a faint green or the essence of green. Refreshing clean. Now, have you gone to look at paint samples? There's the old standard names like mint, sure, but then bok choy, asparagus, morning breeze, Tahitian treat. I went to Home Depot and picked up the cards that, that looked like something that I thought I wanted and brought them home. Well, now, how can you effectively really pick a whole room color with a two by three inch card? If you want to get really confused, try looking at paint colors online. The possible variations are too risky to consider. I mean, you can put the paint color in sort of a mock-up picture of a room, and that helps. But how does the paint color really vary from your computer screen to the wall? And are you looking for a green-green? or a green blue, or maybe a green yellow, or there's green gray. (laughs) So then I realized that I could buy actual paint samples, little four ounce paint samples I could put on the wall. The frustrating part was that a few of the colors I really wanted to try weren't available. So do I settle or wait for one of those samples to become available? Why is this so hard? 
I see why people paint just plain white, but consider there's not just one white. There are probably at least a dozen different whites to choose from. <sighs> Wait, while I shake my eyes from the back of my head. I remember when we first moved here, Bill told me we would paint the house together. It might take us a while, but we would do it together. Well, he was just out of the hospital and my knees were on their way to a deep dive of failure. Now that my knees have been replaced and I'm starting to feel better, my back is kind of giving out on me. We recently went to see Bill's doctor for his physical. Bill mentioned that at one point he was thinking of replacing a light bulb on the side of our house that would have been at the top of a ladder. <laughs> Bill's doctor. <laughs> He's funny. He looked at us and he said, there's no reason for you to be on a ladder. That's what handymen are for. <laughs> Do you know how many times I see patients in the ER, people who shouldn't have been, but got on a ladder anyway and fell off? Leave that job to someone else. So it's not looking good for our painting project. I was a little worried at that because the way we go, we would probably only work about two or three hours a day and it might take us months to paint this house. And then some of the other tasks around here might fall by the wayside. Hmm. Some of the other tasks. Well, it's not like I have an aggressive schedule of housework, but still having a house is a lot of work. I know one thing though, Home is wherever my husband is and my animals. So after two years of living here, now it seems more like our house. It's been a process. I try to just ignore the yellow, but I know we're lucky to be living here. I'm still perplexed about what paint color to pick, but maybe if I find someone to paint the house for us, they'll have some ideas about which green would look best. And then I'll have to pick the color for the blinds. <laughs> and on it goes. Choices. Too many choices. Now I have to go watch HGTV for a while. Maybe they have a show on picking paint colors. <laughs> or maybe I'll just watch Love It or List It. <laughs> That's all I've got for today. Next week, we'll talk about Father's Day together. I hope you'll join me. If you like this episode, please follow the Only Child Diaries podcast on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you might listen on. And consider rating Only Child Diaries and writing a review. It helps others to find us. Please share it with a friend you think might like it as well. Visit my Instagram page, Only Child Diaries, or Facebook, Only Child Diaries podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Tracy Wallace, and these are The Only Child Diaries.